the one of one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Football cards collecting and investing every single week. His name is Andy. My name's Carter. We love the hobby uh, as much as you probably do. If you're new, if you're old, it doesn't matter, Andy. We're bringing the heat because guess what, buddy? It could be time to buy. The four-week hype cycle is done. And historically, Andy, this is a good opportunity to buy low on some guys. Yeah, it really is. If you were to go back a year ago, and look at uh, Christian McCaffrey's card prices at this time. They're getting ready to spike. You know, we got the trade trade deadline coming up, Carter. You got the the NFL draft next year in April, which just feels like you know NFL teams right now are planning out their next offseason. I mean, you look, look at the winless Panthers. Look at the one in five Denver Broncos. You know, there's a lot of teams that are already, I think, ready to shed some dead weight and start planning for next year, which leads to a lot of buying opportunities because uh, a lot of times the spike from news events can be higher than it can be from the actual performance. So for me, Andy, I uh, I want everyone to stay tuned because my hobby tip of the week, I'm fired up. Andy has never seen me pre-show uh, like this about. He's fired up. Be ready for hobby tip of the week. Uh, Andy, you know, my big takeaway uh, from the NFL this past weekend. And I wanted to just bring this up. You had no idea that I was going to bring this up beforehand. The the offensive performances have just stunk, right? We are struggling uh, to see people move the football this season. I, I have a question for you. Do, do you like this? Do you like these defensive slog kind of games? I could appreciate a good defensive battle, especially when you're at the game. I was at the Bucks game on Sunday. And we had a we had a serious defensive battle going for the first half. I like at least I like to think so. Even though the Lions were continuously making plays, man, Jared Goff's got it. He's, he can throw that that fastball good. But I, I do like the defensive battles um, because, man, I was wearing my John Lynch jersey. I respect the defenses. <laughs> I like those hard hitters out there. And uh, even though you know it's you can't really do it these days, but definitely a ton of respect for the defense. Yeah, I I don't know if that makes people feel worse about their football card buying experiences because it is interesting considering football cards are so heavily offensive weighted. Now it was interesting. And I got a message actually from uh, the most well-respected offensive line. One of the most well-respected offensive line gurus out there. I won't say who, cause I'm going to try and get him on the show. He actually reached out to me and said, hey, do you collect offensive and defensive line cards? I was like, wow, if he, an influencer, could get different positions going, that would excite me. But that's a different story uh, for a different day. But my question for you, Andy, is what was some of the big football card takeaways you took from this past week? Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's it's wild, man. It's wild, man. You got a, a ton, ton of uh, sold data. 
And you just it it really kind of depends on what uh, what sector you're in within football cards, uh, right? It's just so many different cards out there. You know, there's a lot of 2023 mosaic. There's a ton of 2023 Bowman University Chrome, and I was just scratching the surface on that today. Um, and because I'm primarily primarily looking at the guys who performed the best uh, over this past week and how that's affected their eBay sold data. So it's just, uh, man, there's there's uh, there's a ton of sold data. So you really got, like if you're looking at quarterbacks, you know, then then you can start digging into what Brock Purdy did after probably the worst uh, week of his career, and it's really kind of flatlined. But you know, it's just it's a lot, man. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, Miles Garrett, dear Lord, uh, that that Browns defense is is legendary. But, yeah, I don't think you, you should panic uh, about Brock. If you liked or disliked him uh, before this week, one game shouldn't change your mind uh, to, to either way, right? The Brock doubters, uh, which includes me to a certain extent, um, you shouldn't just say on a very windy day versus – the Browns have one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Um, and the numbers actually do bear that out, that the Browns have one of the best defenses up to this point in the season ever in the history of the sport. Uh, I, I wouldn't get too, too, too carried away because the narrative out there is Brock Purdy lost to a backup quarterback. No, Brock Purdy lost to Miles Garrett in that defense in a game where a field goal was you know, pushed to the right by some heavy gust uh, of wind. So the 49ers, in theory, should still be undefeated right now, uh, Andy. So if you are a Purdy believer or hater, you shouldn't just panic uh, after one poor performance. Uh, but for me, Andy, it, it is interesting considering Joe Burrow struggled this past weekend. We saw Justin Herbert uh, yesterday just miss – wide open shots to your guy, Keenan Allen. So, yeah, I, I just think right now, surprisingly, Andy, uh, the quarterback play just hadn't been that great this year in the NFL. Yeah, and there's been a lot of movement on running backs. Like, I, even though Kyron Williams now banged up, you kind of had the same thing happen with A-Chain. Right. Or, uh, A-Chain. Uh, last week before he got banged up, his their cards spiked like crazy. And, and it's almost... Like you say, they spike like crazy compared to the draft class. It's still not selling at the same as Brees Hall, obviously. But at the same time, they went from like $2 before the season to now is card selling for a respectable 2030 when you look at like the rookie ticket autos. Uh, so you see a ton of volatility. And when you look at, actually look at the percentage increase that was in the gross profit margin that person was able to realize it's a lot higher than a lot of the cards you can get in the quarterback market. And so that's one of the primary reasons why I do like to um, dabble quite a bit of my bankroll into wide receivers and running backs because man, they just, they can have some, some crazy spikes when they do go off. Um, and, and it kind of like gives you so many future events and markers to potentially profit on that player. Kind of like what we're doing in, in best ball. We really like, just, just give me that one big week, especially in the weekly winners, which, uh, shout oh. out the underdog, man. I, I won a hundred dollars in Let's weekly go. winners. So <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, man. And, uh, you know, I was kind of using that card, that card mentality, of uh, just hunting for the for the values in the draft and knowing that this is a good player, they're going to have their time in the in the sun. 
I didn't know weekly winners. I probably should have uh, dabbled uh, in that. I, I totally agree with you about the wide receiver running back thing. I understand quarterbacks are what run the hobby. And if you are a member of the Discord, the Football Card Quest Discord, guess what? You saw one of our very own, Chad, flip a Tyrod Taylor for a ridiculous profit. Ridiculous. And, of course, he's a backup quarterback. But it shows you the backups are where you can actually make some movement. Now, it is better to buy the backups, Andy, in the offseason, we gave you quite a few of those. Uh, that's why we do the show 24-7, 365. The offseason oftentimes is a good time to buy the backups. But one thing I could take away from the season, Andy, is yes, the offensive performances have not been good. The The defenses have ruled the roost. We saw it this past weekend. But you've also seen uh, a lot of players just get hurt. A lot of the starters just get hurt. This past weekend uh, was probably one of the worst injury weekends to skill guys uh, we have ever seen. Justin Jefferson got hurt. Then freaking, um, like you mentioned, Devon Aching uh, got hurt. A lot of these very sexy skill guys just got got banged up. And like you said, Andy, it opens the door for these backups to have these spike weeks and people want their cards when they see them do well. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's having an MRI on his oblique. <sighs> Uh, Ryan Tannehill, they say he's not going to require surgery on his ankle. But at the same time, um, you know, Ryan Tannehill, it's a similar ankle injury. They're calling it a high ankle sprain. He was he was carted off. He had the boot on, uh, you know, so uh, Malik Willis did step in. There was some interesting Malik Willis solds on Sunday and yesterday uh, after getting the start because he went five for seven, stepped in, had a couple uh, decent little runs, had an 11 yard long run. And so it's like that puts him now up in the pecking order. And it also puts Will Levis on the map as potentially one step closer to starting. Then you also have the trade deadline coming up, Carter. So he, he's a big injury for me this week that I think is worth observation, even if the, the, um, the Titans are, are two and four. So I'm still very interested in who's going to um, start there while he's out. And then will they trade him? Because they're paying him some insane amount of money this year. It's like $24 million. And I know they're going to have to eat some of that if they did trade him. But I think they could trade him at this point and basically buy draft picks in the future. Uh, yeah, I mean, because they haven't spent any significant draft capital in Tennessee on a quarterback in forever, it feels like. I do like Ty J Spears, uh, the the rookie at a at a Tulane man. I understand he doesn't have an ACL. It's a crazy story. So their rookie running back doesn't have an ACL, and the rookie quarterback drinks his coffee with mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> so very bizarre situation uh, with the Titans. Man, I they're just such a bad team, Andy. They 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 really 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 are. Um, offensive line's not great. Defense has their issues. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think both of those rookies will get a chance to play. I do think the Titans want to at least see what they have with Will Levis at, uh, at some point, you know, for me, Andy, I, I, I look at the 49ers. I, I keep going back to this. Why? Why, why does everyone think it's such a slam dunk that they are the NFC favorites? Uh, I, I just want to ask you that just right now. W would you say today that if you were to pick one NFC team to go to the Super Bowl, would you pick the 49ers? 
Today? Today. Uh, today. See, before this past week, I would have probably said, yeah, it's going to come down to the 49ers and the Eagles. And now I'm looking at the Lions like, man, and, and it, a lot of it comes down to how how healthy is the entire roster, you know, when it when it gets time to for the playoffs. But I mean, I look at this Lions team like they are going to make a deep run if they stay healthy, just like they are. They're so good in the trenches, man. They just beat you on the line. The defense has gotten a lot better. I, I just they're going to force teams into making a mistake here and there, and their offense is just going to keep on just scoring and scoring, man. So I look at this team as a really good one, uh, and I'd, I'd I'd have to go to the, I'm going to have to go with the Lions. If you ask me yeah. today, I'm going to go with the Lions. Yeah, I, I mean, look. Here's something else. When you bought Eagles cards last year, what did we say repeatedly? If you're buying these Eagles cards, guess what? They're going to be Super Bowl contenders the next year. And they are. They're still a Super Bowl contender. I feel the same way about the Lions, Andy. If it's not this year, it's the next. The rest of the NFC North is a disaster at this point. A disaster. So I think one good thing about buying Lions cards is – it is hard for me to see a world where they're not only good this year, they're good next year. So um, I, I really do like that. And that was the team that I wanted to talk about compared to the 49ers. Obviously, I would pick the 49ers over the Lions at this point. But once again, I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. You know, last week we were hearing, um, you know, Kyle Brandt saying, hey, this team could go 17-0. No, Mercury Morris popped that champagne last week. So, um I, I could see it. I, I really could. And I understand. Jared Goff. I get it. Derek is already talking trash about our Lions hype here. I think they could do it. I do. I understand David Montgomery's hurt. No big deal. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's go to our first question here, Andy, from Ray Gamer. Are you panicking over James Cook, Andy? Well, you know, he never I never was uh sold that he was going to be a bell cow guy and I mean, look, the Bills the Bills have shown once again they don't need to run the ball. Like they they just don't I mean, they could just rely completely on their passing game and yeah, it's not balanced at all, but they get away with it more times than not. You know, so it's like uh, I just I, for, with that with that in mind and how hyped Josh Allen is and how good Stefan Diggs is like, I mean, that's their M.O. So I just I, I've tried to go to James Cook and I try to go to Damian Harris and get some stock in those guys. And they're just it's not consistent. It's not reliable. And I'm, I'm not sure that they'll ever get enough opportunity or have the breakaway plays that that will like, you know, um, supersede like overwhelm what Josh Allen and, and Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis and them are doing. Yeah. No running back has really had a great year in the NFL outside of a few. And James cook was a guy who was in a great opportunity. He's put up some, some decent respectable RB two weeks. But if you go back to Georgia, he was never the bell cow guy at Georgia. He's not really a big guy. And I think Ray is panicking a little bit because our guy, Andy, our guy, Lombardi Lenny, is visiting uh, the, the the Bills. And I know if there's anything you and I will ever agree is that Leonard Fournette is the freaking goat. Uh, he, he, of course, uh, could sign there. Obviously, I hope Damien Harris is okay. That was very scary last week. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I 
James Cook, this is why I always say, don't just buy players because of their situation, right? Buy players because of the talent. If you were to buy a player because of a potential situation, that's different. But with James Cook, uh, from a football card or fantasy perspective, I never really just was on fire. So there you go. Now, any I, we want to share, and obviously, you know, we normally wait for the plays of the week, but you do see the thumbnail uh, here. Are there some buying opportunities? I, I think one player is, that is interesting is Jerry Judy. Yeah, man. No, he really is. I mean, they the Broncos had a talk centered on its 2020 first round pick back to last year. I mean, so it's they've been talking about this. I think Cortland Sutton is also on the trade block and you can get um, Judy on a very manageable. I'm looking at 13 million 2024 fifth year option. So his new team would have the ability to either extend him off a strong half season or see how things go through another year. So I don't really like um, – I'm not a big fan of Jerry Judy anymore. Uh, I just don't think he's as uh, tough of a player as as he needs to be to be like super successful in the NFL. I do think he can have s- some spike games, but I don't ever think he's going to be like a household name type of guy. So if I did buy Jerry Judy, it would be like to buy at the low uh, end of the draft class type range and to flip him on this news event and just make my 50% gross profit margin and move on. I I do think there is an opportunity for him to get traded to a contender, and that would obviously be a huge boost. Um, any I, This is going to sound ironic, but – I've made a lot of money on Jerry Judy cards simply because of the Russell Wilson news last year. So, uh, you know, he went to Alabama, won the Belitnikoff. I, I, I don't think he's that great of a player, but people do, right? People see the first round draft capital. People see the Alabama. People see the few highlights he's had at Denver. So, even though Steve Smith tore him apart, Andy, I, I, I'm not in love with him, but I think it could get lower. Uh, for for Jerry Judy here, and if he does get traded, watch the frick out. Yeah, like if he's going for less than Gabe Davis right now, like if you can get a Jerry Judy rookie ticket auto for about twenty to thirty dollars, which is around that Gabe Davis range, but um, you know Gabe Davis has still got quite a few collectors out there. And it's they're pretty comparable numbers in the like the numbers added to the PSA database in the last week for uh, Gabe Davis, 14 for Jerry Judy, 25 and rookie ticket auto values are right there. Um, I think Jerry Judy does make sense to buy, try and flip on a trade. Hopefully it's him that they trade and not Cortland Sutton, because there's always that possibility that it, it gets um, that Sutton gets traded and he gets the boost from the from the hype, but he's just like, he doesn't really separate anymore, man. He just wins those, some of those contested catches. Like I think Sutton's good at that, but at the same time, man, he just doesn't seem like he's got a whole lot of explosiveness in him. One bummer for me, Andy was I, so when I got up this morning and I I just went and checked it again, I thought T Higgins prices would be way lower than what they are. I was like, God, this could be a good buy low opportunity. 
but it wasn't. It, it, it looked like his his prices were about where Amon Ross St. Brown's prices are. I know it's not quite the same thing, but I was like, man, T. Higgins. Let me ask. Let me ask you this straight up, Andy. Do you think T. Higgins is a Cincinnati Bengal next season? I want the live chat to to give me mm. a, a Y for yes or an N for no. I ask you straight up now, Andy. What do you think about T. Higgins' future? Yeah, man, I'd love to see him as a Bengal because the Bengals are only better with him on the field between him and Jamar Chase. You know, it it's just, man, it's this year has been a struggle between Burrow getting the calf in the preseason and uh, the team getting off to a really slow start. Now T. Higgins injured. So uh, it's it is definitely um, tough because he I mean, he is due a big contract right i mean he got the extension uh right and and so it's they're they're on the hook for a lot of money with him but at the same time t higgins steps on to any other team he, he not any other team but a lot of other teams he can become the alpha what if he goes to the chiefs well that forget about rashi rice it's gonna be right the, the <laughs> t higgins show I, I say that because obviously Clyde Edwards Alaire was the pick before T. Higgins in the NFL draft. And that's always been the biggest what if, Andy, in recent years. What if the Chiefs had drafted T. Higgins instead of um my my guy CEH? Um yeah, I, I'm very interested in, in Cincinnati and their situation. They know they're gonna have to pay Jamar top dollar. They've already paid Joe as high as you possibly could have played jo- paid Joe. So I just have a tough time seeing it, especially with some of the comments T. Higgins said before last year. Uh, I thought those were very interesting. So um, that's one guy I think for sure who will not be a Bengal next year. I hope he is. I, I really do. But, man, I I don't know. I, I, I'm not entirely sure how that works. And keep in mind, Carolina, there's a lot of teams out there in search of weapons, right? It is alarming that Adam Thielen at this age, at this age, Adam Thielen is demanding all those targets uh, in Carolina. So I do think at this trade deadline, Andy, there, there could be even more wide receivers on the move. Now, before we get into Hobby Tip of the Week, and all that good stuff. Is there anything else that really stood out to you uh, from a football card market perspective over the past seven days? Well, you just said more wide receivers on the move, and you're talking about the Panthers being winless and uh, Adam Thielen, how how much he's getting targeted. Uh, wide res- uh, Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall jumps off to me here, Carter, because oh. he had a bizarre two-week stretch from week four to five, hauling in nine receptions in – the former outing and then playing zero snaps in the latter. Whenever a productive player's usage dips like this in the weeks leading up to the trade deadline, we're on alert. That's uh, reading that right off PFF. So um, it's Ter- Terrace Marshall is a very interesting one who has been winning deep downfield on 10 plus yard targets. So it it would be interesting with his athletic profile if he lands on a Chargers, a Chiefs, uh, something like that. 
all of a sudden we could see a big spike from going from one or two dollars potentially to to those getting to that respectable. It's kind of like buying the Kyron Williams, you know, before the Kyron Williams breaks out. What if they trade him for T. Higgins? Get Joe Jamar Terrace back together. Deep ball receiver makes a lot of sense. Uh, but no, I, I I could see TM6 moving as well. I don't think him and Bryce Young have had chemistry. They had some weird, weird reps uh, in Atlanta. Now, from a football card set perspective, Andy, your thoughts. We talked about it at length last week, but I briefly want to get onto this right now. Your thoughts on how people have received Mosaic overall. Uh, they received it pretty well, except for the horizontally formatted cards. That those NFL debut cards are devalued. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there there are people still chasing after those uh, micro mosaics. The Brees Halls go for about three fifty. The CJ Strouds, um, well, they they had gotten up to almost two thousand dollars. So they may, you know, it's, you never know what kind of auctions you have. But you know, you look at just like a red mosaic CJ Stroud. That's like a hundred and twenty five dollar card, which you can look at a red mosaic uh, Brock Purdy, and that's like a forty or fifty dollar card. Just to just to put release dates into perspective there. Um, it's obviously very hot in my set rankings, Carter. I've got it ranked number three, only behind Panini Black and those rookie premier NFLPA hollows. If, okay. if a player did get one, that's clearly that's number one, even though it's like almost impossible to find these days. And um, yeah, behind that is Panini Black right now, and then uh, and and then Mosaic, and uh, then you have um. Panini Origins coming out here at like beginning ish, like November 8th or something like that. And then November 22nd is Donruss, base Donruss. So it's a couple of releases. Those are the big ones coming up. Uh, right now, though, Panini Mosaic is doing really well for the rookie class. Yeah, one thing we do need to mention, and I know it's sore and you don't want me to bring it up and you're going to hate me, but your guy, Anthony Richardson. So. It, it should be interesting to see what his cards do now that he's hurt. Um, you know, I, I'm still a believer in AR. I, I am not only uh, from a real-life perspective with Shane Steichen, uh, a, a fantasy perspective as well. So, yeah, Andy, I, I do think Stroud and, and Richardson have done enough to where even if they were to get hurt, people are still going to believe it. You know, like – I remember just like it was yesterday, Andy, 2020, Joe Burrow gets hurt a few weeks before the prison release. And guess what? Everything was still Gucci, right? So uh, your thoughts, do you think that uh, affects that at all? Um, or are, are you still think people are going to buy Richardson pretty heavy? They're going to they're going to buy him right now. Uh, the, the, the thing that you see a lot with brand new products is a lot of volatility. You, you could find a $50 transaction on the same card. You find a $150 transaction. That's because uh, a lot of sellers don't know how to comp the product. They don't know how to properly list brand new items when there's no other direct comparable sold items to go off of. So you see that with brand new product and you'll see people still buying Anthony Richardson right now. Like, um, I'm looking at this, uh, 
it's a it's a blue mosaic rookie auto numbered out of 99 that sold for $750 in a Jeez. buy it now today and we just got news today that it looks pretty likely like he's going to be out for the rest of the season with shoulder surgery so you know <laughs> We're still getting some pretty big transactions. I think this stuff is going to keep coming in. Like this card for CJ Stroud right now is probably going to be like $50. You know, so he's not when it as it gets more and more common for his cards. Like you can see, you pull the most of these, these uh, horizontal NFL debuts. Um, they come out, they're like $2 and 50 cents. So you're going to see a lot of that stuff. It's like a super low risk. Uh, for people to like just get a little piece of Anthony Richardson to to collect because obviously he is an incredibly electric athlete he's going to be so good like he even showed a lot of promise in the passing game so I'm very excited about his future but now you know I'm I'm gonna wait because you know as we get closer to the playoffs we will like Donruss is a massive set you get all those rated rookies so once we get through Donruss and you get through Origins uh, and then you start getting into like January when they release the base contenders rookie ticket auto set. There just becomes so much more supply of these rookie players on eBay. And it almost looks like at that point, then there's too much supply. So there are a lot more auctions will just go completely undervalued, just gives you more opportunities to snipe. It's, it's more legwork, but more opportunities to snipe. And we're seeing that with a lot of 2022 guys still right now. Um, and, uh, you know, you're going to see that more and more with 2023 guys as more and more product and supply comes out and hits eBay. Yeah, I, I would be very careful buying AR's mosaics right now just because of that. Andy, I, I understand that some people will say, well, he's hurt. This is the lowest price is going to be, and it's just not true. There's going to be so many of his cards that are going to be out there. On a way lesser scale, obviously the quarterbacks are the most important thing, Andy. But it, this wide receiver class has not looked great. I mean, I think obviously Zay Flowers is is pretty good. But JSN has had a rough go at it. I will say I tweeted out this clip. Um, it wasn't Geno's best game this past weekend in Cincy. I think he missed JSN on, on a tutty later in that game. And that would have been huge for JSN holders and fantasy believers out there. He's not looked good. And Andy, Quentin Johnston looks like an all time bust right now. All time bust. Uh, I I don't recall a wide receiver with this much hype that looked this bad in these first couple of games, and he could not be in a better situation. Right, Mike Williams is out. He's got Justin Herbert who can fit, you know, uh, what uh, a thread through the eye of a needle. Um, and obviously his accuracy was off, so I probably shouldn't say that. I even called Herbert out on that earlier. But QJ just looks bad. He, he just looks bad. So your guy, Zay Flowers, who you thought was the best wide receiver out of, out of, out of, um, out of Boston College, he's looking good right now with Lamar. Yeah, and wait till you see his air yards number. I mean, there's been so much production left on the field because it's just, you know, whether, whether, whether it's on Zay, whether it's on Lamar, there's been little miscues that have prevented some very big plays from unfolding be with, with Lamar and, Z and Zay. And it's going to happen because, I mean, they're scheming him in all over the place. Like, he is getting a lot of focus on the offense. They know he's their best guy, their best skill position uh, guy on the offense. So I think it's a matter of time. Like, I look at Zay as maybe having a, a decent rookie year here, 
But then heading into next year, he's going to have a ton of hype. He's going to be moving up draft boards because people are going to look back and like, wow, this guy had almost 2,000 air yards. And this could have been something really huge. So um, it's just another one of those guys that debunks the whole size, the whole size, um, I guess you could archetype, uh, you know, flag planners in the NFL. Like it's, you know, it doesn't, the guys don't have to be these massive clashers to be great wide receivers in the NFL anymore. Um, you know, although Puka, Puka Nakua is kind of an exception. I mean, this is, this is what it tells you about the wide receiver draft class here, Carter, when Puka Nakua is your, your second highest ranked rookie wide receiver next to Zay. And he was drafted in the late fifth round. Yeah, man. I, I wanted it for QJ too, but th- there were red flags there. The, the, the I were. told you about QJ. I, yeah. I mean, we can pull the clips about, about me on QJ. Dude, he 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 looks not good. Um, now I do want to bring up one thing about the mosaic. All right, one player to keep an eye out for, and his cards are going for seventy dollars. His autos are going for seventy dollars out of mosaic. He is a rookie. He was drafted in the top ten. Andy, can can you think? I want you to telepathically. Jump into my mind and and tell me which player I'm talking about right now. Is Mosaic rookie autos are going for seventy? Seventy dollars. He he was drafted in the top ten picks. Drafted in a top ten pick to what everyone would consider one of the best franchises in the NFL. And he plays a non traditional football card position. <laughs> and people it, are buying his autos for seventy bucks right now. It's it's um. Uh, it's it could be Jalen Carter, uh, there you Will go. Anderson. Look at you, look at you. I just yeah. wanted to point that out. Seventy to seventy-five dollars consistently is rookie ticket autos. Some people are already comparing him, Andy, to Aaron Donald. Okay, he goes to the Eagles, where obviously there were some character concerns with Jalen Carter last year. But when I tell you, as someone that watches SEC football more than anyone else that probably watches this channel. This is my job to watch his stuff, okay? He is as good as any SEC defensive tackle I've ever seen, ever, okay? He goes to the Eagles, and he's learning from another SEC defensive tackle in Fletcher Cox. A loaded defensive line. He gets these good matchups every week and a steal of a franchise with a good culture. He looks special, and I thought his autos Andy, would be in like the 40s, 50s, but no, 70s, 80s, a, 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 a defensive player. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, I think, honestly, we I mean, we saw this last year with Hutchinson, uh, with Aiden Hutchinson, and uh, honestly, in sauce, and you could you could do this every year with these defensive guys. If I would say Will Anderson's going a lot lower than this, then he becomes a total snipe, and I'd be looking at red stuff. I've seen red stuff sell the best for – um, oh wow, that Jalen Carter nice. red though here went for almost a hundred on game day cool. in an auction. I mean, this is what's crazy, man. Look at the amount of bids uh this young man's getting here, and he plays a defensive lineman position. So you love to see it. I, I think you could look at these guys, but you have to target this sector of their market, I think, for your best returns. If you're targeting their their rookie autos in like that twenty dollar range, I mean, look, you're you're crushing it with Jalen Carter. 
yeah, that's that's a thing. Like, I I kind of wanted to go see if I can get involved on some on some of these. I thought that the prices would be way lower, but no, they're 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 high. So I'm I'm staying away. I am interested. I didn't look at Will Anderson's prices. Okay, those are college uni. Let's see. Does he have any pro uni sales for Mosaic? I guess not. That's a bad pro. Oh no, that's not as Byron. Young. That's not him. That's weird. I didn't. Huh. I did. No pro uni for Will what? Anderson? That doesn't make sense, bro. Wow. What? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Oh, that, maybe no autos. Hold on. They might only be redemptions or something. Let's say. Well, he is a he is a Fanatics guy. So There we go. There we go. I, he, so he just doesn't have any autos. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, he's a Fanatics guy. Well, now it all makes sense now. Yeah, he's a, he's a big Fanatics guy. Um, Dang. But yeah, see, people don't have that love for the horizontal cards that they do for the vertical ones, unless it just becomes insanely rare. But like even five dollars there on that horizontal one, uh, or look at look at this. Like Ooh. this is low. This is low because I've seen some of these uh, swirl transactions out of ten and eleven different colors. Uh, they go for a lot more than this. And this Will Anderson went for eighty six. Now they get eight bids. Like people are definitely on. They want some rare Will Anderson cards. Uh, so $86, impressive. Sheesh. No autos. Oh. All right. Uh, let's get to Hobby Tip of the Week because I'm ready to go on a little rant. Okay. So I, I'm a Bowman U guy. I've been buying um, Bowman U pretty heavy. Bought some, some Bowman U's. And um, one thing I always say is this wasn't a big deal for me because – uh, the, these are on the lower end. Always take a look at the the photos and and just ask how the cards are going to be shipped. That's that's uh, how that's all I say about that. I wasn't angry about it at all because it was on me. Um, but uh, th th this next one is is so key. So this was actually a women's basketball card I bought. LSU, of course, is really big time women's basketball players. Sniped it for ninety nine cents, Andy, and the shipping charge was 549 no big deal i just asked because normally when i ship a card in a bubble mailer it costs no more than than four dollars sometimes 450 sometimes five so i i just i just asked hey uh this is unusual 549 shipping charge i have seen it before i was just asking the guy uh because i was going to look at his other auctions and see if i could combine shipping i was just starting a conversation and I should have just paid for the card right then and there because I knew it was a steal. Uh, but because I asked the question, this guy just canceled the order. Just cancel it. Obviously, on his end, he gave me some BS excuse. Any uh, any you know issues with shipping, you should have run it by me before you actually bid on the card. And that was an excuse for him to just cancel this snipe by me because it only went for 99 cents. I know what he was doing. Still him canceling that. It's just BS. If you 99 cent something, if you 99 cent it and let it ride, and the card only goes for 99 cents, you've got to honor it. You just do. Okay? And, and it's just how it works. I understand. It's on me. I should have just paid for it immediately because I knew it was a, a steal. But I want to, you, you know, when you have the opportunity, Andy, to, to combine chip, I just asked a question. That was it. Um, but he canceled it, 
because he's a loser, basically. So I I hate being on the end of that. I've just it it tore me up. Like because I really wanted this card. Uh yeah. but but it's it's BS. If you 99 cent and let it ride, or if you sell any card and somebody buys it, unless you do this, unless it's like just a clear mistake by the seller, right? Where some people, Andy, and I've done this before, they'll 99 cent an auction, but accidentally list it as a buy it now. That's a clear, honest mistake if it's a you know $500 card, which in my instance, it was a like $150 card. Um, so you made a mistake, right? But in this case, you got to honor the sale. Always honor the sale because karma, Andy, it, it's, it's, it can come back and bite you. Yeah, man. Uh, I can't believe that guy did that. You know, it's, that's, that's so frustrating because you won, you won, man, you won. And I, I think you can leave negative feedback, uh, on that, on that seller. So I'm going to, I know yeah. I normally let it go, but if he would, if he would have just, because I, I'm, he was, he, he sent me this long response, kind of rude response. And I said, Hey, I'll, I'll happily pay it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy the card for, for 10 bucks total out the door, give you an extra three or whatever. Um, and to not respond. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's horrible, horrible manners. Okay. A am I losing sleep over this? No, no big deal. It happens. There's there's jerks out there. But my point is, don't be a jerk. Just don't do it. But I know I'm gonna get ripped in the comment section. I normally do, but that's okay. Yeah, that that <laughs> um, that guy was being a jerk, man. No, you, you you definitely need to leave him negative feedback and and hopefully no no nobody on the quest is doing that because that's pretty shady, man. I'm gonna start this car this comment here by uh, Card Guy Twenty for us to hit up and the uh, the plays of the week. We, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cool. get right back to this comment, Card Guy. We're gonna star you up, brother. Really appreciate that super chat. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Paul Hickey from NoOffSeason.com give us his hobby tip of the week. Let's go. What's up, Football Card Quest? Thanks for having me on again for another hobby tip of the week. Appreciate you guys, Andy and Carter. I'm Paul Hickey, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Guys, have you ever used Whatnot to scour low-populated rooms for singles? Because if you can find a room in Whatnot with very few people in it, and the seller is selling singles, you can get some steals. I know Andy kind of does this with Com C, his own version with Com C, like he said in his hobby tip of the week last week. But my co-host and I at the Sports Card Strategy Show have been having some success with finding low-populated whatnot rooms selling singles, and then sometimes just making an offer on the entire inventory for a bulk deal. And oh, by the way, Carter, your hobby tip of the week last week was Bowman Chrome U... 2023 brother i got not one but two hobby boxes in the mail from tops today 99 dollars a piece excited to see what these go for on the secondary market everybody paul hickey here with nooffseason.com andy and carter back to you man you got that did, did you did you see the hoodie though yeah coach prime he made Go. sure to <laughs> 
get it out there, man. Oh, well, uh, the sales of his Shador Sanders Onyx uh, rookie autos paid paid for that sweater, and probably those hobby boxes too. Now, hell yeah, man. Uh, Andy, what's on what's on your mind, man? You got you got any hobby tips, or do you want to want to get to the super chats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know what? I'm gonna. That was really actually really good hobby tip. You know, your buddy Jake that I met when we were in Chicago from Flow Grips. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jake uses whatnot to snipe Pokemon cards. He inspired me to want to snipe on whatnot for football cards. But you got to find the good rooms, like Paul said. You got to find the the uh, the good rooms, and you can potentially find some insane deals because hopefully, you know, uh, sellers got to honor their end of the bargain. But um, well, let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. All right, we don't have a break sponsor thing anymore, do we? Or or we, we don't we don't have one of those. Well, um, you can get fifteen dollars on whatnot by joining through whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com. There you go. Is that so, what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean you 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 can you can do that, but we we gotta get Andy on whatnot. I think you would be the most honorable, fun person on there. Have you ever done a whatnot break on there? Well, I appreciate that, man. No, I haven't. I haven't. But I do have a lot of cards over here. It would be fun to auction some of them off, like singles. Well, let's, let's let's freaking do it. So I'm challenging whatnot to get on board with the the football card quest. I know a lot of the whatnot folks. Shout out to the the Mojo, man. Um, I love him. But uh, the the we, we got to get Andy on on whatnot. But uh, but yeah, man, just really good hobby tips of the week uh card guy 20 why aren't the panthers playing tm6 andy you touched on this briefly uh earlier you think he he, he could be on the move i do i mean you look at the the winless team so and pff notes that anytime a team like a super productive and then a usage dips in in, in weeks leading up to the trade deadline this could be a cue that they're they're trading him. They don't want him to get hurt, whatever it may be. They don't want him to help them win. They don't want him to get hurt. They want to keep him in bubble wrap for the for a deal that they're working on. And we already know the Cardinals. If you look at two teams next year without a first round pick, the Carolina Panthers are one of them. I think I said the Cardinals, but I meant to say the Carolina Panthers are one of them. So they could be looking another guy that's on alert is brian burns and this guy is another guy that is potentially on the move after he's there's been rumors of of the panthers dealing him for now like the past year so they could put a package deal together to send burns and terrace marshall to a contender for a first round pick next year they have no first round pick otherwise let's so, go team six let's go and you can just get you could just get the cards so cheap, and then people are going to look up and say, oh, yeah, that's right, TM6, he was actually pretty good, man. This guy was a track star. He's got speed. Like, he's got some hands. Uh, and, you know, you look, and he was on the roster with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, right? That he was. And his final year, he produced like crazy when, when they left. So, James says, uh, well, Tuckleberry talked about um, – a, a non-card auction that uh, that a guy just immediately said, oh, the item's gone. 
And then James says he actually's had good luck with 99 cent auctions on the low with sellers honoring it. Well, guess what? Sellers that honor that, they deserve everything good to happen to them. They 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 do. Um so there you go. We'll take a few more comments here, but it is also time, Andy, for play of the freaking week. I'll let you go first, buddy. You're going to let me go first? Uh, you know, so um, I'll give you another one because we, we didn't touch on all of these. But here's a guy that is is actually he's been pretty good, man. This guy and he doesn't have a whole lot of rookie cards um Kendrick Bourne on the New England Patriots Ooh. he could actually be traded right because the Patriots the, they get rid of anybody that's gonna help them win right now I, I think right. if, if you know if they're gonna keep Bill Belichick and and you know I, I think they start to restructure here Kendrick Bourne may be the best wide receiver on this team and he's really stood out quite a bit you've also got um, two rookie wide receivers that the Patriots just drafted in Demario Douglas and Kayshawn Boutte. And they have Tyquan Thornton, who's going to be returning from IR. So it's like, why not? You got this guy coming off of, of 64 yards, two touchdowns. He could be solid number two or number three option for a lot of teams um, with some upside. And he's a prime candidate, I think, for the trade deadline to be traded. Yeah, that Jacoby Myers decision just turned out to not be good at all. Huh? 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 Um, you know, Andy, I, I I like that play of the week. I, I really do. Um I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you another wide receiver here who I like who I've always just kind of liked. I've never really looked at his cards though, but I'm kind of trying to trade for him in um in fantasy is Curtis Samuel. Are are you a Curtis Samuel fan, Andy? I I have a few Curtis Samuel rookie autos, uh, right. 2017 iconic rookie card year, and you know, the guy's got speed, man. He's like a he's like a Debo Samuel light with all those like low A dot plays, the jet sweeps, the the handoffs. Um, I think Curtis Samuel is actually not too bad of a player. Right. So when I'm talking about buy, 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 freaking low. Um, I looked, all his rookie ticket autos are under 10 bucks out the door, by the way. Um, like you said, I'm, I'm looking at a rated rookie right now, 550 out the door, uh, no, uh, $10 out the door. I'm just saying, man, I, not, I never really been a Jahan Dotson guy. Uh, just, just really haven't. And I just think Curtis Samuel can play. I think he's going to give, he's going to have one of these crazy fantasy weeks. And I'm a believer in Washington, right? They they go on the road, they get a victory uh, against Atlanta, a pesky, decent Atlanta team. I'm, I'm kind of bullish on Washington uh, the, the the rest of the year, right? You have Eric Bieniemy who's still out there trying to prove himself, and I think he'll be a head coach uh, eventually. So I think this offense will get better. Um, I understand they're in a loaded division, um, but Curtis Samuel being that cheap. It's worth me just buying one of these cheap on card 2017 autographs. I think he could get a spike week or two out of it. And uh, you're not going to make a ton of money off of it. You're just not. But also the cards look cool. I'm a fan of the 2017 designs and all that stuff. So there you 
go. Um, obviously, that Carolina draft class was was interesting that year with uh, him and McCaffrey uh, in that same class. Part of me also, Andy, just likes looking at the 2017 designs. Uh, anything mid-2010s, I love all the designs there. So um, there you go. Now, uh, we'll take any questions here at the end before we get out of here. Filthy says he has an issue with our poll. He does not see Jalen Hurts in the MVP poll, Andy. So he, he's got uh, a coffee milk issue with you on this, man. Yeah, it was the pick six yesterday, or Sunday, Vegas took him out. Mm. No, I'm joking. No, they, you know, these things only let you put so many players in. He just, I mean, obviously, Jalen still puts up a great uh, fantasy week, but I think at this point, you know, those plays like whenever the, those pick sixes, they get a lot of eyeballs, too, on Philadelphia Eagles games and you know, they're definitely going to be a playoff team. So it's going to come down to like the big game. Like what happens in the championship game? Does he get there? That's, I think that's what's going to fluctuate Jalen Hurts prices the most. But I guess he should still be in the MVP consideration for sure. Mm. Andy fading Jalen Hurts. I'm not fading him. I just, you, for you, MVP you're, right you're now. Fading him. You're fading No, I'm kidding. Um, I would say Jalen Hurts probably is one of the players you've made the most money off of, right? Yeah, and from a from a quarterback standpoint, yeah, him and him and Tua. Yeah, uh, and guess what? Jalen stuff still still goes cheaper than uh, some of the other quarterbacks who have not accomplished as much as he has, and his name rhymes with a form of ice cream. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I do. You know what the guy, I've never looked up to see like what, like a Jason Kelsey autograph goes for. Is there, are, are there any Jason? I, I'm sure it goes for a lot because they, they have to be rare. National uh, treasures. <laughs> right. Uh, I've never actually looked to see what his cards actually go for i looked uh, back before the season and they were a couple hundred bucks on um he has a select one too i'm looking at but it the ones that i found were all national treasures and they were going for a couple hundred bucks back before the season and yeah i mean it's i mean this hasn't changed i mean it's these cards are still really really expensive and none of them are i don't think even rookie they're just I mean, his, he, right? I mean, he was driving. Right. Mean, he's been in the league since what, 2010 or something? Yeah. You know what's interesting, Andy, is um, one thing I've always kind of been in the middle on is when these players retire and they have like huge, huge broadcasting careers after they're done, does it do anything to their card market? It really doesn't. It really, really, really doesn't. But, it is interesting because when he does hang it up, you know, he's always going to have this podcast, but I mean, he's got like some Barkley level broadcasting potential, right? He's that big and interesting of a personality. And, you know, this is my wife's second favorite player behind Travis Kelsey for obvious reasons now. Um, (laughs) But have you seen the, the the Jason Kelsey documentary yet on Amazon? Have you watched that? Yes, man. Yeah, no, dude. I I really fell in love with him and his family and everything. I thought it was great, man. 
I, I became bigger fans of Kelsey's too after watching that. You see him at the Phillies game. I mean, it's 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 interesting, right? It's I don't know. This they're an iconic brother duo that just mm-hmm. had some crazy wild things happen to him in the last year. The Taylor Swift thing, the podcasts, all that stuff, them playing in the Super Bowl, iconic mother. Uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, let's go to unleaded. Uh, my plates and patches AR auto came back from SGC. Should I sell? What a grade. What did it come in at unleaded? Yeah. Yeah, you might have to crack it out. But yeah, I would sell because I think he's probably talking about 2023. And if he is talking about 2023, then definitely the play is to sell because those at the end of the day, they rank about middle of the pack in my rankings, but middle of the pack is like 25th, (laughs) you know, out of 55 sets. So um, yeah, I would go ahead and sell unless it came back at 10. And, And then you have to like, what player is it as well? I think there's so many nuances in sports cards carter the more information we have the more it's going to change our decision on what we do with it you know yeah so plates and patches i've actually made a good bit of money flipping on i'm not the best flipper andy you know this i'm not in this for the the flipping stuff but at the plates and patches uh joe burrow auto set that i moved um I, I I like plates and patches. I do. And, and it looked just like this Jason Kelsey card that is on your screen. It's the same year. Um, but yeah, you know, plates and patches in the, in the grand scheme of things, they, they just don't, they just don't do a whole lot for a lot of people. I do like that. A good bit of them are, are on card autos. That's part of it. And because they have like number to 99 uh, serial uh, numbers, you're, you're always going to be guaranteed with any player to have a serial number match, right? Um, so plates and patches, serial number match, it always looks good, but that's true for any serial number match. So there you go. Andy, I, I, uh, I've i gotten to pretty much everything I wanted to get to today. Is there anything else you want to share with the lovely people of the nooffseason.com football card quest nation? Yeah, check out – all of our other uh, content written and uh, and otherwise, including our, my set rankings. This I'm putting a ton of work into these set rankings and going year by year. And I'm keeping a running uh, Excel spreadsheet for each year with some major notes about specific players and whether or not they're in the set or what partial cards they're in the set. Just like a really easy, quick way. Because I know TCDB has a lot of this stuff, but I just want to focus on like the primary active players that we study and and the major differences, like the major notes about these sets and how they rank amongst the entire year's worth of releases. So I uh, put a lot of time into that right now as we are getting close. Like we're entering this really good period of, of buying just because NBA starting up, you know, all this other stuff going on. Like, I see you got your sweater on. The weather's cooling off outside. It's a lot of fall activities. And you're you're now in, entering week eight of this of the season when a lot of injuries have taken place. A lot of people may have gotten burned out or um, starting to get distracted. So that leads to more and more opportunities to get in on some of these auctions ending throughout the week, super low. So just uh, put in that legwork, guys. Uh, 
or come come hit us up come hit us up in the discord and check out our ebay sniper channel <laughs> yeah i'm always available on my social media channels at Carter the power or at power Hour lsu but i always make myself immediately available for the discordians um and i have my own discord with my lsu channel but i'm also active in the football card quest uh discord and you know i buy and sell from other people in there and so get in there and uh we'd love to chat with you uh one-on-one -on -one. we're always available uh for the most part in there so there you go uh shout out to kevin he says he loves to channel kevin vetter thank you so much we appreciate you and we'll see you next week peace appreciate you kevin Peace.